I've got H-O-R-S now. Okay, my turn. Where is it, you filthy Jew? Where's what? You know goddamn well what? Let go of me. What the hell are you doing, Cartman? I went home to alter the picture of me with Butter's penis in my mouth to look like cow. I went home to alter the picture of me with Butter's penis in my mouth to look like cow. But it was gone. What did you do with my picture? Knock it off. I don't have your stupid picture. Give it back, cow. I don't have it. I swear to God, cow. If you don't give it back right now, I'm gonna break your fucking Jew legs right here. Shut up. You shut up. You're lying, and you two are covering up for him. You know what? You're just like Jews yourselves. Stan, you're a Jew, and Kitty, you're a Jew. You're all Jews. Ow! Ow! I'm sure they're doing some weird shit with the kids. <laughs> well, I mean, the weirdest shit I've ever seen with the kids is what they did during COVID. They're like... You know that person. King David and Goliath were actually third cousins? Really? True story. Oh, you're one of those bloodline guys that you know all that shit. Dude, I know all the bloodlines. Dude, what do you think my bloodline is? Probably giant. But I'm also a little J, too, though. I had a J grandmother. A so J? I got a little... Uh, you know, I, I say J because I don't want to be kicked off. A Jew. A Jew? You Dude, my have a little bit of Jew in you? Yeah, I do. That's right. Call dude. the Jew police, everybody. We got a Jew over here, baby. Bro, bro, I got a fucking little bit of Jew in me. And giant. Oh, my God. Part Jew, part giant. Woo! Yeah. yeah. They'll make a king out of you. <laughs> Right now is what the Messiah is really about. Messiah is so based. And the I whole mean, look at this, dude. That's not a tree stump right here. No, it's definitely a tree stump. That's a tree stump. It's like a gigantic tree. The There's first... a wood house will fall down. Any wood this house is the will fir- fall down. This is the first Jewish persecution pitch that I actually think it sounds reasonable. Because it's... Yo, you're so- <laughs> you really you, you did. Oh, and Benjamin, everybody! Yeah! He's just standing there, menacingly! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back with the 45th episode of The Adam King Show. It is great to be here. We had immense obstacles coming to the show tonight. I just want to take a moment to uh, sit here in my new chair, my new talk show chair that I got for myself. You know, as a king, it's a big deal. A chair is like a throne. And uh, this feels a lot more comfortable than my previous chair. So coming out with this new chair this week had uh, a lot of obstacles sent to me. The videos went out. The sound went out. The audios had problems. But you want to know what? I want to say one thing. Fuck you, Satan. I won. Because we are here, the 45th episode of The Adam King Show. We've got a banging guest tonight. We're going to have a lot of fun. Coming from Idaho, all the way out there, we got Owen Benjamin calling into the show. We're going to bring him on. What's up, Owen? How's it going? Hey, what's up, Adam? Thanks what's for having up, me. Owen? How's it going? Exactly. That's a good one. You should be a rapper. You could clip that if you want. That could be like your intro. I'll give it to you for free. Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not going to clip it. 
Yeah, I figured not, but maybe one of your millions of fans out there could. You make such a huge impact in the uh, in the uh, social media space. I follow <laughs> you on uh, Bean Spilla Thrilla Thirty Three. Nice. The, the uh, your Instagram account and my fifteenth uh, and my my fifteenth Instagram. I've been deleted so many times. It's hilarious, dude. Bean Spilla Thrilla is legit, man. I gotta tell you, <laughs> you're living the dream. It is like my ultimate fantasy to be doing what you're doing right now. My hat's off to you. You really you you won the game, America. Congratulations. Thanks, man. Thanks for appreciating yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, this morning I had, I gave a stay of execution to. Uh, a good rooster. I mean, it's emotional. It's an emotional life. It's yeah. like, it's, it's, it's funny. It's like, um, it's harder to relate to some people because I don't think they're, they understand where their food comes from. And so like, I'll just be like covered in blood and you know, I just killed like, my favorite chicken and they don't even, I, I don't know. Ugh. Does that make sense? Where like this Listen, morning, I get all my food from the farm. I'm a hundred percent farm to table and I pick it myself from the farm, from the ground itself. Good for you. Yeah. hundred percent of my food. I think like most modern diseases come from uh, processed food. Oh, without a doubt. And you're honestly one step ahead of me. Cause my next move is to do what you're doing to be, I, I, I love it. You know, I left Beverly Hills to go become, get back to my country boy roots. I didn't know how deep I wanted to go, but like I kind of picked like that's this transition period, like in the country, but still somewhat close to the city where I'm like, you know, walking distance from the horse ranches and everything and the farms. But, you know, within an hour to Beverly Hills, if I got to go take care of some business or something like that. So but my next move, what I'm planning to do. And I looked at Idaho, too, man. Idaho is like blowing up. Everybody's going to Idaho. like all the coolest people are going to Idaho right now. Yeah, I'm a trendsetter. I'm, I'm the guy that uh, I'm so ahead of the ahead of the curve that I'm called like insane for two years. And then people begrudgingly start being like, yeah, yeah, it's kind of a good move. Like people used to openly say I, I lost my mind because I got like goats and a farm. And now oh after the, the COVID thing, people completely see it. Yeah, I think you'd be good at it. I think so. I'll tell you at my local farm, there's like this goat bin. They like made this like they really invested into this farm. It's it's such a beautiful farm, and there's like this goat bin. Oops, we lost our we lost our. It kicked me off for a second. Yeah, I think you'd be off. good at it. It's um, it's fun. It's a good. So time, I was man. saying like at 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 my local farm, there's like this goat bin. They like really did the goat bin really nicely. And like they have like um, there's um, like tons of goats. And sometimes I will just like literally sit there and just listen to them for the whole day. And I feel like it like sets my body in sync when you hear like the sounds <laughs> that animals make. I bet you know what I'm talking about. There's like oh, uh, absolutely, dude. It's like music. It's otherworldly. It's like the first step of spirituality is knowing where you come from. You know, and and also you will fall for like no scams ever again. I think totally. it's one reason why uh, I think it's and it also made me not uh, hate the system. I went through mm. a phase where I was like mad at the system and mad at the monetary system and mad at Hollywood and mad at. And now that I farm, I I'm like not I wouldn't call it admiration because a lot of this stuff that's going on in the world is pretty dark, but mm. it's all farming. And so. I did this video, a few, and that's one reason why I have, like, no hate for the system now. I've even talked to some of my buddies there. I used to, like, really resent. I'm like, dude, I get it. So 
it sounds so cold, but it, I, like for example, I did this video a few years ago about goat farming, where I showed how you get a goat to go in, into debt. <laughs> you know, you get them to like eat the grain, which is like porn and baseball. And then you put them in student loans and then you take the milk, which is like supposed to go to their kids, but you're like, and then the males you don't want breeding, you tell them they're brave and beautiful, you know, and you and you wave a rainbow flag and you take their balls. Oh no. And then, uh, dude, it's so obvious that it's You farming. should write that into why, a book. No, I, I know, that's why all this stuff, it's all about corralling, pasturing. Like when people call people gatekeepers and stuff, mm. it's it's a hundred percent true, but it's not just bad. It's like so you have a gate and you let the animals graze in this area as another field grows. And then when that field's grown up, you shift. It's just like politics. You get like, you, you, you develop this narrative and then you let the grass grow and then you bring the animals in, you know, war, 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 war. Mm. And then you bring them into the next one, you know, masks, masks, viruses, you know, whatever it is. And, and you just keep rotating it. Yeah, it's, human, it's human cattle and livestock. I don't 100%. think that there's an, the pandemic, the pandemic was the most like widespread use of human corralling. And and uh, it is like, honestly, the one thing that like it makes me think the reptilians are real, to be honest with you, that. Yeah, some, that somehow there has to be <laughs> like, could a human conceive of such a plot against humanity? Or is there like some other consciousness that is plotting against humanity that like we're well, falling it, victim to? Well, it's Job, man. It's you get what whole, I'm like, saying, though, right? It's like, of you know, course. They have, it's like yeah, we were so being have, that's cattle. We were like cattle and herded. And they were talking about herd immunity and all these like cattle concepts. We got some problems with this video over here today. What is going on with the video? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's always a choice, though. This is the good news about it. It's right out of Job. It's like, so you have uh, the creator of heaven and earth, like you have the creator of everything, and that's logical to think that. Uh, people sometimes think it's it's crazy to think, to believe in God, but you can't have an egg without a chicken. You know, you can't have design. You can't have a creation without a creator. And so then, obviously, we have this benevolent, beautiful existence, but then we have this worldly farmer that gets to do these things but it's always consent like i never wore a mask but but you give up comforts mm. you know the farmer yeah. says do you want grain and hay and a barn in the winter and 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 water well then give me your milk and i used to be mad at the farmer because now that i've tried to do all my own stuff like i have my own well i grow my own food i have no debt no mortgage i like trade with all my friends locally like i'm fucking pretty hardcore you, you won america dude you won america congratulations also, i honestly it, like hold on one second seriously <laughs> you, really, you, won <laughs> you, you did oh benjamin everybody <laughs> yeah! dude i have my own horn i do this when i i use this when i say words i'm not allowed to say on uh I, I'm like uh, Twitter. I'm like, Fag! you know, I do my own censoring. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, but it also made me appreciate. It's so the amazing. Don't you think that we censor ourselves for saying something like that? But like literally like a gay person could wave their, their dick in the air and in front of a kid's face and nobody fucking cares. But they're I upset with me for saying that. the word dick right now. 
Right, right. See, that's the thing. Air, I never you know? accepted any of them. I never accepted any of their offers. They're like, oh, we can't make fun of gays. I'm like, sodomites disgust me. I want to burn a pile of rollerblades. And they're like, you can just say that? I'm like, yeah. It's yeah. always... So, so this is why I started not being resentful towards the, the big macro systems mm -hmm. is because it's so hard. Like what you just right. described, where you're like, I believe in reptilians. It's like when you look at the intricacy and the effectiveness of Amazon or like I use YouTube all the time. I'm not allowed on YouTube. YouTube fucking hates me. They think I'm like Oh, me too. I get censored so much on YouTube and I don't even have that big of penetration. They just And they've written me handwritten letters like – <laughs> detailed explanations to my rebuttals there was one episode i had a rabbi on and they were like they, there was two the rabbi we were it was called the kabbalah of ukraine and it was all about ukraine and like the kabbalahs going on behind the scenes like uh you know what significance it has and stuff like that kabbalistically and for the times we're in and they cited me for medical misinformation and then the second time I had like this guy who literally just sits in books all day studying Supreme Court cases. And like he's like the most unbelievable speaker on the Supreme Court. All we did was talk about Supreme Court decisions the whole episode. And they busted me for nudity. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and I, Dude, and I appealed it. And I was like, I was like, you know, I this is you must be mistaken here. It's like there's clearly no nudity. And so, um, and so, um, and knowing how, how, uh, how that works, like the loophole nature of it, they probably justified to themselves by being like, you've exposed too much. Therefore it's nudity. Like that's, you know, my dad taught rhetoric and like basically wizardry. And I so think what it was, was I had a meme. I had a meme where like, um, I had a meme that had like uh, like all the tranny, all the leaders of the world, the left world were all posed trannies. And I had like that one, you know, the girl who's I don't I forget her name. She's the prime minister of Australia. She's like like one of the princess Nazis. Like I, I forget her name. She's the prime minister of Australia right now. She's uh, I could look it up if I cared, but I don't want to mention her name because she's just a dumb Nazi bitch, really. So Who but she's the prime minister of Australia and uh, she was like the really harsh with COVID lockdowns and everything like that. And she um, she just uh, I, I don't even remember. I think there was like a picture of her with a bulge in her sack like she was a tranny or something like that, like a Michelle Obama, Michael Obama type of picture, you know, like what's the bulge about? And that's what they busted me for on nudity. But it was like a Ben Garrison cartoon or something. And That's like, pretty funny. There's a lot of I bulges got, going on. And then I got a 90 day suspension from YouTube and I just was like, OK, I'm done with YouTube. I'm not even going to invest my time there. It'll be for my dating episodes when I give dating advice. Yeah, I just use YouTube for uh, music or like how to's or like if I have to find information, I think it's a great service. It's just not a great like I like Facebook Marketplace, for like buying farm shit or like Oh yeah, you know I I'm just all about you're talking and about antiques spirituality. too. You get good antiques on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, I'm just all about being grateful for whatever service is provided for me. You know, I'm just like, yeah, I'll take it. I just see everything as an offer now, and I don't get bummed. About I feel like That's I'm not a good approach to life. Everything is an offer. Everything's an offer. Like I, you only control what you create. And so mm. I looked out at 
even the fiat system and the fed and all these things that i used to be so pissed off about i'm like dude this shit works great i fucking go into a store i give them one of these they give me food i'm like do i have another option you know i could use silver that's a pain in the ass i'm like thank you you know and that's it because the funny thing is is i'm so borderline off grid now and i've had to develop my like i've made my own social media i've made my own uh have my own servers for my own live streaming my own decentralized oh, communities yeah like when i tour i i realize are you the off theaters... the grid with electricity not yet but i'm working on Ooh. that that's my new thing but i am I off, got off that one i have uh you know wood stove i could be so it's like yeah. if the grid went down we'd be okay like we have do you get into uh, the studying of free energy? Yeah, yeah, totally. It's so real. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I mean, that's why I was going off on nuclear power on Twitter and everyone was calling me crazy. It's like nuclear power is just hot stones that burn, that boil water and turn turbine. We keep losing our guest here. I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's the off-grid nature of the situation, but we, we yeah. keep losing you. Yeah, yeah, this thing just, it, it seems like I have like five minutes and it just keeps restarting. I my, know uh, internet's what's going on with I, your... Uh... I, think, uh, I think nuclear power is actually awesome and that's why they've tried to make it so scary because I pointed out that there's no fallout radiation in Hiroshima, Nagasaki, Fukushima, Three Mile Island, Chernobyl, it's a bunch of horseshit. And then the next question is always, but why would they lie? And it's like... Because I grew up in a town with three nuke plants and a bunch of my friends worked there. And I know how fucking simple it is. Right. Just... I grew up in a town. I also grew up in a town with a, a, a plutonium plant. Yeah, it's great. It's just awesome. It's like, you know, people want to talk about what causes cancer. It's in the food. Dude, it's I in feel the... like I grew up on the set of uh, Stranger Things, if you ask me, man. Yeah, tell me about it. What was Maybe it like? Maybe that's why I'm so psychic, because I'm really like in... Now Nick Fuentes and his Groiper army will go crazy. They'll be like, oh, Adam King is a project of the uh, CIA government with their psychic programming. Bro, I'm from the part of a country called the Psychic Highway, which was the birth of Mormonism. It's like where I'm from, it's like known for having a tremendous amount of like spiritual activity. There's like eight religions started where I'm from in like in the 19th century. Oh, Three my God. Power I should go there and start a religion. That's great. Well, I mean, now it's pretty, it's pretty fucked up. I mean, a lot of those religions ended up being pretty nutty, but, um, yeah, there is psychic areas. I think part of New Mexico has that energy where you go to like truth or consequences and it's like, spooky I wanted as to, fuck. I wanted to go to De I wanted originally my off grids destination was Wyoming and I wanted to be near uh, devil's tower in the Northwestern corner, uh, the a lot Northeastern of corner of Wyoming. That's a lot of wind. Like, what's that? A lot of wind. They don't yeah, tell you about the wind. That's where it's they like have that tree. It's miles an hour all the time, yeah. That's where they have the Pandora tree that they cut cut down. You know that one? What? No. Okay, I'm going to show you this picture. I just got into screen sharing this app. It's so uh, so convenient. Let's open up really quick. <laughs> Dude, you gotta tell me more about being from Stranger Things. So your town was just all fucking weird. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Um, where am I? Okay, what am I doing? I'm looking up. Um, Pandora Tree. Oh yeah, 
Devil's Tower, Wyoming. I, are you talking about the, the tree stump? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, I know all about that shit. I didn't know it was called Pandora Tree, though. No, I'm yeah, saying it's a, like the tree, tree from Pandora. It's like the tree from the movie Pandora. Dude, there's a ton of those. Dude, I, I think a lot of mountains are tree stumps. Yeah, and like petrified gigantic animals, too. I've been following those Yeah, ones. absolutely. There's this one picture here that's just like, I mean, look at this, dude. That's not a tree stump right here. No, it's definitely a tree stump. That's a tree stump. It's like a gigantic tree. And they want me to believe that, like, uh, and they want me to believe that, like, um, yeah, it's a full-blown tree stump. The tree stump. Dude, there's a ton of those. Like, there, I used, to, I, I got into that for a while because uh, being six foot eight, I've always been wow, trying to get Wow, you're six back. foot eight? Holy smokes! Yeah, you, you guys used a sling against my people, and beat us, and now you still brag about it. Your David and Goliath story. Oh, yeah. I have a different angle on the that. My story friend. of all time, man. Maybe from your side, you, you it brought shows us you that it shows you that real that that uh, that God chooses the winners and the losers. Well, and not to be afraid of a bigger opponent than you. You brought me into a no slingshot zone and made me convinced with several shooting events that I it was brave of me to leave my slingshot at home, and then you hit me with a slingshot. I'm just fucking around, but no, but seriously, like being a, do you giant know that person, King David and Goliath were actually third cousins? Really? True story. Oh, uh, you're one of those bloodline guys that, you know, all that shit, dude. I know all the bloodlines. Dude. What do you think my bloodline is? Probably giant, but I'm also a little J too, though. I had a J grandmother. A so J? I got a little, uh, you know, I, I say J cause I don't want to be kicked off a Jew. A Jew? You Dude, have a little bit of Jew in you. Yeah, I do. Woo, 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 woo. That's right. Call dude. the Jew police, everybody. We got a Jew over here, baby. Bro, bro, I got a fucking little bit of Jew in me. And giant. Oh, my God. Part Jew, part giant. Woo. Yeah. yeah. They'll make a king <laughs> out of you. <laughs> it's fucking, I used to joke about that a lot, about how I'm like, I'm like have a lot of like Nordic giant in me, so I'm just real yeah. like hostile. But I also have enough Jew to understand how the systems work. But then I just kind of like yell at it. That's why I was trying to do a lot of deep, uh, deep work on myself with that, and not just get mad at systems. Mm. Where it's like they do, they do help out, you know. But I do. And have you that know, also not nature. everybody is a part of the system. You know, there's like many. There's other people making other systems too. You know, we. And that's the benefit of free will is like at any moment, if we're not happy with the system, we could go create another system. I know, but Jews are so good at making systems. Like there's, there are other groups that can't like the Koreans. There's some Chinese bloodlines that can make it. Making systems is not easy. What do you like, mean you by understand? making systems? Let's define. Okay. In HOA, like anything can be a system. Like uh, even just the flow, like a board, water, the flow of water under a uh, city. Okay. Like, there's certain people that do, uh, that are the craftsmen or do it like there, there's people. That, I know you that said this in your at, last one. You said this in yeah, your yeah. last one. There are cultures that excel at system creation. Yeah. And, uh, and systems do lead to a lot of productivity and control. 
And it's a really interesting thing because as someone who's creating systems now, it's fucking hard. Like to understand just what goes into banking. That's why when people just get See, we got this video thing. I don't understand what's going on with Owen Benjamins, but he's going to call back in, and we're going to get to the bottom of this video thing. I think it does sign off. Because I've seen it. I think it does sign off at the five-minute mark. Where there isn't international banking. Because I I went down all that rabbit hole and all that, and and it would be a very local world. It would be like you have to get all your stuff. I don't think that international banking is as Jewish as you think, though. That's I think it's truth. shifting. I think it was Jewish for about 80 years. I think, I think it was shi- Jewish like in like the Venetian period, like like it was like either Jewish or Medici for like a really long time. And then it was like and then the Rothschilds became not Jewish. And then oh, so that's what it is. So you don't think the Rothschilds are Jewish? Well, they're not Jewish by Jewish law. They don't even like fast on Yom Kippur, probably. I mean, there's some Rothschilds that are Jewish, and there's some now that are not Jewish anymore. Like part of the well, system, then, then it, yeah, part of the system of free will. The religion of Judaism is the religion of free will. That's really what Judaism is. Most Jews don't understand this. Pretty much no non-Jews understand this. But the religion of Judaism, it's just all about free will, and because God, it's a, created Himself out of nothing. And that's the essence of free will. And and so, like, really, it's about being like God. And the whole Torah and the Jewish prescription is about things to do for free will. And the opposite of free will is nature. And so when, like, the Torah says, don't do this, what it's saying is, is nature is going to try to tempt you, whether think about the seven, the sins, the seven sins or like maybe through hunger or through some temptation or like desire, want or whatever. Nature comes at you and tempts you. And there's like this structure in Judaism of 613 different strings of creation where nature can come and tempt you. And in those things, the Torah gives a, a, a prescription of what to do and what not to do in those situations. And that what does is, it say if a, if a black guy steals your bike, are you allowed to drop some words? On, like, is there a, one of the 613 strings? Is it like, you know, are you allowed to drop a hard end on a thief who just stole your bike? Or is that I think you're allowed to say whatever you want to anybody for whatever reason you want, whether they steal a bike or they don't steal a bike, <laughs> first of all. That, let's just start with the basics. I mean, obviously okay? we're allowed. But There's no a, conditioning a for a person to need to feel that they need to speak their mind. Now, some people will choose to use specific words and other people won't. Some people choose to be offended by that and other people won't. These are choices and people in the moment make these choices. They choose to be offended or they choose to not be offended or to be above it. And at some point, like people are either go are either able to have like an intelligent conversation with one another or they just like revert to this like feudal violence and rage and hatred just for no reason whatsoever so i'd like to think that everybody is redeemable you know even hillary clinton but yeah yeah Actually, after you eat a certain amount of children's hearts right out of their chest while raping another child on the side, I think you lose your ability to be redeemable. But maybe, maybe, maybe that's what Hillary Clinton's doing. I don't know if Hillary Clinton's really raping children and eating their hearts, but I'm sure they're doing some weird shit with the kids. (laughs) 
Well, I mean, the weirdest shit I've ever seen with the kids is what they did during COVID. They're like, you got to wear a mask and be in a plastic bubble. And if you hug Inject the newborns with the new drug. Yeah, they're like, your, your DNA, your DNA is not good enough. We're going to change it because the fucking Chinaman ate a bat. That, you know? I know, that is the, uh, the, the uh, honestly, I'm going to blow your mind right now. Check this out. Oh, yeah. It is the ultimate attestation of atheism and nature over God. And what did they call it? A pandemic. What is pan? Is the God of nature. Oh, the flute player. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's like the, the demic of Pan. An demic is a story. It was the demic of Pan. It was the pandemic. It was like, how do we sell a story, a fake story of nature conquering God? And then all of a sudden, it's like, well, God made you weak according to nature. You need a little human booster to keep you going, or else you're going to die from the COVID. Take the jab. Take the jab. Take the jab. You know, and it was like, my people in Israel. Are, we're we're pumped with six shots. Oh my God! Six yeah, shots. Yeah, it actually made me think it wasn't a Jewish conspiracy because I have a lot of. Of course, it wasn't listeners. a Jewish conspiracy, it's man. Not of course, if you look at the CEO of Pfizer and the CEO of all these, I mean, listen, we, you have a different. Those are the rat Jewish. Jews, the the ones right. who sold out to the Nazis, like George Soros. That's like George Soros saying that he's the true representative of the Jews. All yeah. I know the fuck is that out I, of here. I, I, no, I'm the Israeli a lot in this Times, episode. the Israeli, like a lot of people call them Jews. I get it. I get it that you guys are like, but they're not the Jews. But you all know I what I know, call them? I call them traitor Nazi scumbag that need to be hung, tried and hung, tried and okay. hung. Then why did the Jews say we have four plants and you have to hold all the four plants together. You have the Jew that believes in God and the Jew that doesn't. The Jew that's, that's not being what the four master. plants are, man. That's not sold on the four okay. plants. So you're supposed the to. Lulav, check it out. The Lulav, <laughs> the Etrog. The Lulav is the stem. That's the man of the house. The Etrog is the woman. And there's like a pitom on the Etrog. It's like a different type of fruit. And the pitom is like the, you know, that spot on the woman. So, like, it's what it's symbolic of. And then you have the Hadassim and the Aravot. The, the, the Hadassim are the willows. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, the, the Aravot are the willows, and the Hadassim are like the, they're like the lemon verbena type of plant. And one represents the sons, and the other represents the daughters. And the sukkah, the house that we shake them in, shake, 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 shake your lulav. Shake your lulav. That house represents the house, the family unit. And when you shake them in the directions, you're shaking away the evil that comes at your family unit. It's a ceremony of protection to protect the family at the beginning of winter when it becomes the dark time. So I like that. What you just pitched me. What? Of course it cuts him out, man. This Satan is pissing me off. I told you, Satan. I freaking told you, Satan. Fuck off, Satan. This Satan has been fucking me all day, so, man. Like, what you just pitched me sounds great. I actually do a lot of metaphor with trees. I did a, a video. I don't know if you saw it. I posted on Twitter about, you know, cultivating a tree like it's a child, you know, and how it, everything has to do with the roots. Like, you can't go after the symptoms with the leaves. Anyway, I love all right. that shit. Oh, the but roots I, is the is the essence of where the medicine is. The roots is everything. And then keeping it straight, that's the father's job. 
I'm going to post in, uh, in, in our in our replay, because after the thing I edited and I post in little clips and stuff, at this moment, I'm going to post in a clip of my medicine cabinet so you could see it. It's just like herbs, herbs, herbs. I love herbs. that. I'm big into herbs, too. Yeah. But I was I was pitched by a Jew, one of my uh, Jewish friends once, that there's four different types of Jews, and they all, I, I saw it as a grabble, because it was almost like they were trying to get practicing Jews to accept the Soros type Jew, where they're like, there's some that are just like ethically. Dude, do you Jew. really think they're... that there's four types of Jews? I can't even get two similar Jews to sit down and agree on anything. That's what I think Matt Walsh should have done the, the movie. Four Jews? What is, That's like what, a... Is a, what is a Jew is way more interesting than what is a woman. Because I can't, no one can fucking figure it out. So... I can figure it out. I watched your thing, dude. It's very easy to figure out what a Jew is. Uh, well, no, because you're saying it has to do with the religion. But, dude, most Jews I know say it has to do with No, it has uh, to do with the race, not the religion. So, so the Judaism Pfizer guy is, is an ancient that. race that has survived immense persecution because the modern world wants to exterminate the ancient world, like Tartaria. They want to, like, exterminate it so that everybody thinks that, like, life began in the 1850s and, like, we all live in modern suburban homes like that are never going to end up like lasting for like, is your house that you're living in right now? Is this house going to be able to stand for 500 years or a thousand years? No way. Th this is the years, first... a wood house will fall down. Any wood this house is the will fall down. This is the first Jewish persecution pitch that I actually think it sounds reasonable. Cause it's, Yo, you're sitting with Adam King, man. What did you expect? No, that is reasonable because they do want to persecute the ancient world. Cause you, a lot of times you'll hear Jews say, Oh, it's because the Gentiles are just bloodlusting and we're so special, which is horseshit. But they they do want to get rid of the they what you just said is valid. And I'm actually yeah, it interested is valid. in what you're gonna say. Yeah. It is. And that's why they're obsessed with the Torah, because the Torah is like a real, like stable storyline connecting the ancient world to the modern world. And there's like so much in it. Like the Talmud contains vast amounts of history of other nations and kingdoms and historical things that don't exist anymore and it's there's so much compendium honestly in the jewish compendium of knowledge there's like ten thousand books of significance at least at least i but was gonna talk is it to all you. significant or is some of it just kind of like oral tradition well that might i think bullshit. anything ancient is significant if it has That's survived the test of time just on its merit alone surviving it becomes significant because so much of the of the historical record was erased from uh, from the from the testimony of time. That's valid. I was a uh, history major in college. I love really old anything. I, I was, was all about primary sources because you could just read a diary. It doesn't have to be true. It's just it is what it was back yeah, then. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah, I love that. Exactly. I'm bored, man. You're really Jewing me up right now. You're really getting to me. Welcome to the Jew Tang clan, homie. So explain to me what a Jew is then. So do you have to follow the 613 strings and the nature thing and all that? We get to. It's a choice, No, I, I get man. it's all free will. I get it. It's get all it. free will. I'll tell you what the Jew is, okay? A, but everything's Jew, free will, though. Everything's free will. It does. But Everybody the, has okay, free will. So like in this incarnation, the Jew is a... Uh, a person bound to the Torah and the Torah is in codified free will from God given to humanity. 
and the Jews' purpose is to make sure that the Torah is maintained, preserved, and brought to the finish line for that time when all of humanity gets to truly partake in free will. And, and the Messianic era is this era of absolute freedom, of a, a, everything that we believe in, right? A, our whole movement, everything that we stand for right now is what the Messiah is really about. Messiah is so based. And the whole essence of it is freedom. And so in that world where that freedom exists and that level of righteousness exists, these codes in the Torah are very important. And so God was like, I got to give free will to humanity, but in order for it truly to be free will, I can't be here. I got to vacate. This has to be your space. And so like we have this code. We're trying to share it with as many people as we want. All these groups come out and make fake religions based on what happened to our my ancestors. And the Jews are really just descendants of these people that existed and did like this crazy supernatural stuff with free will. Boom. Yes, but I believe freedom comes from uh, responsibility. Just like when you homestead, if you want good food, of course. you have to wait every yeah, The so highest levels of free will. This is when things become a paradox is the ultimate freedom requires an almost level of determinism where you're following the laws of God so well that you're actually free from the, the satanic system. I'll give that, you an example. That, I'll give you, you a better. I'll give you an example of free will the way that I see free will, which is different than like free choice or like preference. Preference is like, I want to wear red. I want to eat steak. I want to have this. I want to have that. That's preference. Choice is like what you choose throughout your day. Free will is like is like when you're hungry, but you're determined to conquer your physical desires so you don't eat. That's free will. Your body's telling you, feed me, but you're on a spiritual quest and you're like, no, I have to suppress my physical base human desires and, and extrapolate, become a higher soul. That's free will. That's the difference between free will, preference, and free choice. So, like, uh, God, this Satan, man, this Satan, this is what we have to go through. I'm telling so, you, it's, it's so like establishing episode. that you're not an animal. It's a, have you ever read uh, Dune? No, by Dean Koontz? Not Dune. It's not by Dean Koontz. What's the book about? Who? I don't know. There's a movie out by it. There's a scene uh, called the Gumjabar. Oh, Dune. It's a movie. Yeah. Right. Um, I tried to get Jew through it. I tried to watch it. It's a very weird movie. It is, but it's also very Jewy as far as what you just described. So there's a scene where someone's going to be a king, and they're not going to be allowed that, uh, that power unless they show they can override their animal instincts. So they put uh -huh. their hand... This, this, this young man puts his hand in a pit and this witch tells him, you're going to feel burning. Your hand's not really burning, but it's going to feel like the worst pain you've ever felt. And if you pull your hand out, we'll kill you with a poison needle. And the whole point is, can you override your animal? So he's just, his hand is burning and he won't pull it out. And uh, the whole thing is fear is the mind killer. Like you can't have any fear and you can't react as an animal. And then he, he passes the test and he realizes his hand is fine. And uh, I've always really related to that. That, that, that. A lot of that has to do with, that's not just a Jewish thing now. That has to do with uh, the rites of passage for a man. It's like, can you endure 
for you know yeah. your honor this is just yeah. the the torah is just the jewish version of that story of free will you know like every culture quests for free will you know in the jewish culture it's like uh that's what we are we just have our that's our you know we're non-proselytizing we're not like out there like banging on your door saying like have you heard of moses today right it's a good point Has the lord ever sent moses by you owen benjamin that is a good point well, I mean, you guys do get to control Please the entire- Moses into your lives. But you guys Sorry. don't have to crowdfund because you make all the money. So that's a whole different thing. No, we pool our money together and we, we, we try to do business from within. So, so you don't think Jews have anything to do with the Federal Reserve at all? Like that's, that's like Quaker? I, Quaker? No. <laughs> <laughs> I can picture like the Quaker oat guy being in the room. Like the, they'll never suspect me. They my oats. They'll never suspect my oats. That's why I call them the Illuminamish. I'm like, I feel like one of these. I, I Secretly like, underneath like, their like horse ranches, they have like electric bases with like uh, space age Nazi technology in Antarctica. Dude, I, no, but think about what they, how rich they are. I mean, the the Amish. They don't take vaccines. They don't have electricity. They own their land. They don't have to pay land tax and they're completely self-sufficient. They have like tons of gold. You know, that's why I call them the Illuminati Amish. I'm like, they, they definitely have some fucking power. You know, I think that if they had power, that one dude wouldn't have been so persecuted for. For uh, selling meat. What was his name? You know, who I'm talking about. Well, that one Amish guy that was persecuted for selling me. That's probably PSYOP. I mean, is that even real? I know that uh, Owen is uh, hot on these PSYOPs. He's got some video problems, but when he comes back, we're going to talk about the latest PSYOP. This is a good is point. That even, to... Do we know it's real? I mean, I don't know anybody that's ever yeah, been persecuted. Yeah, I do. For like, um, I actually know some people who are, were involved with it Le on that's the legal cool. end and helped them out legally. You know, from That's the good. Jew network. No, I'm just kidding. I don't even think these lawyers were Jewish. I'm just just teasing you. Dude, they're definitely Jewish. I'm teasing you. You want to know something? <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Like sometimes like when people lose and they don't have a Jewish lawyer, I'm just like, bro. Did Dude, you really Jews do everything awesome to feel the best team? <laughs> Dude, kidding. Jews are fucking good at what they're good at, man. That's why I call them my Jews. Like so many people get this victim consciousness with Jews where they're like, Oh, everybody Jews. should have their own everybody should have a jew you know what i'm saying like that's my jew i have my own Kabbalah jews that was funny because i was telling our mutual friend i'm like i'm gonna put adam in my cabal i'm gonna fuck he's gonna be one of my jews because Bro, they're should, a phenomenal you should seriously you know check my vibe as a cult leader like hire me to be the cult leader i i'll, I'll bring the heat are you good at leading cults i mean are you good at leading cults um yeah <laughs> Hang on one second. I'm just making sure my wife's getting. Hey, love, you good? I'm live streaming. All right. Yeah, you can order it. I'll be down in like 15 minutes. I'll pick it up for you. I love. No, I mean, you you definitely have a cult vibe. I would just, uh, I'd like to see a little more hood spotty, though. A little bit more like. Uh, Listen, for a Jew to be on Bandai Video and InfoWars and do the stuff that I do. That's like, hood spot. That's hood spot. Bro, I literally made an episode called Adolf Netanyahu. 
That's a and strong I'm not move. like one of these liberal Palestinian faggots who go around saying that the land belongs to Palestine. No, it doesn't. It belongs to me and my ancestors. And Benjamin Netanyahu is trying to kill us because he's a Nazi. What's a Nazi? A Nazi is somebody who belongs to the Democrat Socialist Workers Party of Germany that existed between 1938 and 1945. But it's been like 80 fucking years. You think they still have like, 75? They were destroyed. Do 2020 they, was their pay, 75th year, year anniversary. Bro, 2020 was the birth of the, the Great Reset is all about the rise of the Fourth Reich. It's all about the Nazis. Klaus Schwab, Eugene Schwab's son, you know, the, it's all about the Nazis. The whole thing is about the Nazis. I've been saying that for Antarctica. years. I would, I don't, I, yeah. They went to Antarctica, and there's a base That's in Antarctica right. called New Schwabenland. And there was like major wars. The U.S. tried to penetrate into Antarctica. They couldn't do it. They couldn't get them. And the Nazis pretty much were like breakaway civilization. The last 75 years, they came out with all this shit. And they have all this secret gold, all this secret treasure. And they're the ones orchestrating the whole world takeover right now and the censoring of humanity and the silencing. They're partnered with all sorts of demonic entities. And because Adolf Hitler was into all that stuff, man, he was like a super occultist. And for him, Jewish blood was the central sacrament in his ritual. This was ritualistic magic, and it couldn't have been any other blood but Jewish blood in his ritual. So it was like, you know, Stalin killed 8 million Jews. Why is it that Stalin isn't paraded around? You know, why is, why is Stalin what, not... Why, why do you think Antarctica? Because they had a base there called New Schwabenland. It's a real thing. But, but I'll tell you, really, first of all, really that's why he went to Ant So do you know about him escaping Nazi Germany and flooding, fl being caught in Argentina? There's an FBI file on it, on FBI.gov. I'll show you. Let me find it. But, but so why, why Antarctica, though? That's Okay, well, that's where he made it. It's an impenetrable fortress. New Swabia, which it's called, is the impenetrable fortress in Antarctica where the Nazis went to build all their secret technologies so that despite whatever happened in the war and the, and the battle for Europe, like they could lose the battle for Europe but still be in the game to try to win in the end. And that's where we're at now as collective humanity is the Fourth Reich, the rebirth. And I go so nuts over this. Dude, I say stuff and people make fun of me all the time and Jews are like, oh, you're so stupid, Adam. And I'm just like, you motherfuckers grew us up in a culture where everything had to be never forget. Holocaust this, Holocaust that, everything Holocaust. And then they're like, roll up your arms. The German Pfizer is coming to inject you six times, yeah. You know, it's, exactly. it's sickening yeah, you to get me. It. It's, it's disgusting. It's sickening to me. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I've been talking for years about how the Nazis did that the was, moves. If you look, that was me trying to be more movies. like Drew Hernandez. 
No, I yeah. No, you're you're in my you're in my cult leader farm league. So you're doing good. Dude, but did like, you if, see if that I got nominated for best uh uh, I got nominated for the American Liberty Award thing. No, Dude, I'm like new on what's the scene. With, what's up with you guys wanting gold stars all the time? Like, what's up with that? Like, you don't need I didn't awards. Even, which gold star? Yeah, that's a funny joke. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but but you shouldn't okay, do that so one Antarctica. in public, though. You shouldn't do that one without a Jew next to you. <laughs> oh no, I, I I. No, I, I'm into it. No, I have, I have interesting opinions like you as well. Like, I think the uh, Holocaust narrative is a little uh, suspicious, but at the same time, there was Jewish persecution, and it wasn't what people think. And the It was a lot more thought, than what they said. It, for all the numbers, it was a lot more than what they said. They don't want you to know how many people I don't think there was that many died. Jews. Of course there yeah, was. Yeah, but there wasn't of that course many there Jews. Was. So there was, like, there was like 20 million Jews. You there guys were never a big about, population. Yeah. There was just about. And honestly, like there's like these archives, because if you grow up in a culture like ours, you see all sorts of crazy stuff that the non-Jewish people don't really get to see. So there's like photographs and pictures of like communities of like Jewish communities before World War Two, like villages and towns. And I'm telling you, Owen, as an artisan, you would appreciate the craftsmanship woodwork on er attention to every detail in every house in the village. These were architectural wooden masters, masterpieces that are lost to history. And they and and by stomping them out, it stomped out the mystical nature of history. You know, history has like this tremendous mystical element that has been stomped out. I was saying that so there's the, a So mystic, why don't you guys still do the, you, the good when, woodworking? When you quote when you cut out, I was saying that the, that it was like a like the mystical element, like this really professional artisan mystical element was cut out from Europe like this craftsmanship like it's exactly like the World Fair of Paris you know about the World Fair of Paris the only yeah. building left is the Eiffel Tower and it was the least impressive building at the World Fair those are the real Freemasons the ones who can build cities overnight and they they, they use all sorts of crazy stuff to accomplish it so why don't you guys still do your good woodworking? Like, why doesn't Van Eyes look beautiful? The, bro, Van Eyes is Mexican, first of all. <laughs> so do you guys need more How did you know I was born in Van Eyes? You knew that? No, I just picked an ugly part of Los, Los Angeles. Dude, I was You're born really, in Van Nuys. They Van had Nuys. to hide. That's where I was hidden as a newborn in order to sneak into this world and bring my great light. <laughs> <laughs> So, no, but, like, why won't you guys now make your fun villages? I mean, you have tons of protection. Oh, I want to, and believe them. me, look, I'm, like, so in the Jewish movement, there's all this what-the-fuck-do-we-do energy right now because America's falling apart, and for the first time, people thought that we were safe multiple generations, it, and they want to, So like, you guys build... don't think that you have anything to do with any problems in America at, like, zero? Like, zero, bro. Zero, bro, like zero. My Jewish community and who are the people in my community are like the greatest things happening in America right now. Honest to God. People in my world. I know are, some good Jews too, but I mean, but. We're such so good Jews. Your, I don't, the the I, Nazi Jews though, but the Nazi Jews. Look, there's, you know, okay, I'm here, trying to figure look, out if that's a liability shield look, or not. Look, here, I want to paraphrase, okay? Like, there are Jews who are allowed to be sellout traders, okay? They're very much a minority. There are liberal Jews that are also kind of like 
they like don't know what to do, but they're afraid of everybody who's not Jewish. And so they think that black people are the most scary people. So they side with black people on everything and they allow black right, people though. to set the entire agenda for the liberal Jew. If the black person says we like this, the liberal Jews like, OK, we like that. And that's just how it is. I'm not criticizing the black people, but if the black people all became based, the liberal Jews would all become based just like that. Yeah, they're just scared of the black. I called that years ago. Yeah, and all the they, Jews are just scared of how loud the blacks are. That's why I try no, to be No, they're not more scared loud. of how loud the blacks are. They're scared. Of, there's a lot of shell shock, like generational trauma. They're scared of all non-Jewish people. And they're why? Scared, and I think that the black community, they're like scared of the most. And they can recognize in the black community, like that the black people did get oppressed and they did suffer an atrocious fate. And they they want they there's like an so inner the conflict. There's an inner conflict in the liberal slavery. Jew between and like the liberalism in the inner Jew comes really <laughs> from the liberal Jew. The liberalism in the inner Jew comes from like an adherence to like not being being so conflicted on what to do with like black people. Like how to how to what to do with, with black people. Like do you become you know, do you become like uh so so do you think anything has to do with the fact that a lot of Jews they feel bad for black people? Right? Honestly, liberal Jews feel bad for back black people and they let black people set the agenda. And I'm not saying that black people don't have a good agenda. Like I'm not like criticizing black they, they people. They don't have a good agenda. Some black people do have a good agenda. You know what I'm saying? Overall, Dr. Ben Carson really. is like a home run every time. Everything he no. says, I don't even you think he's that- vaccinated. Do you know that that fucking big surgery did like the Siamese twins? They like died. Have you looked into Ben Carson? I mean, it's not that impressive. No, I I just threw a name out there. I don't want to like lump any one group into a category and say like, oh, I I found out the essence of these people and they're all bad. No, No, I think that black people. Okay, so listen to this. Right. So Jewish people are afraid socially of not being unified with the black people. And the liberal white people know this. And so they're like, we could oppress everyone by like making this liberal cuck culture around like black empowerment. And then everybody follows the white liberal. So the white liberal only and the the white white liberal has their like token black friend that they have, you know. And the white liberal has a token black friend. And (laughs) so so Jews have nothing to do with the music industry. There's like a couple Jews. Listen, a couple. There's not. OK, Rick Rubin, compare how many Lyra people Cohen. listen to this. Listen His name's to this. Owen Cohen. Benjamin. How yeah. many people work in the music industry, period? Uh, six million. <laughs> Seriously, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. How many, I did do, you think? How many do you think? I don't know. Uh, as far as the major producers, not that Here, many. Here, I'm going to Google it. How many so Rick people Rubin, work Liar in Cohen. the music industry? Okay. Easy motherfucking E. What, you know, I mean. There so are the 71,828 people employed in the musical groups and artists industry in the U.S. as of 2023. So 72,000 people. How many of them yeah, are Jewish? Well, how many of them work for? Yeah. Then why isn't my bar mitzvah hit single album number one on the charts, man? 
Who's fucking? So you don't with think me? the music industry is overwhelmingly run by? Put Jewish it this people? way. Oh, really let me give that? you a good point. Okay. Why is there have has there never been a Jewish lead role in any band in any in any uh, movie in any TV show? If the Jews control Hollywood and music and everything, Bro, you guys, where's the you, Jewish you're... superstar? Where's like the Jewish icon? Where's the? Why is every single culture allowed to have like their cultural icon in the public sphere, but the Jew? Like the like, he's always a backup character. He's never the I've main character of any movie. I've been in four Adam Sandler movies. Was he the backup? Guy? Yeah, and who produced the Adam Sandler movies? Adam a Sandler. Jew. Yeah. Like nobody's Dude, gonna produce cast, a movie for. He. Okay, we're gonna wait this time. Dude, we gotta do this more often. This is fucking great. I know, um, man. You guys got the, the 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 action star in Predator. Like, who is that guy with the fucking from the pianist? Like, that oh, Adrian like, Brody. I have a funny yeah, Adrian Brody story, man. He's like, oh, we got a Predator in the woods. Literally, he looks like he should be playing the cello. It's like you guys are so overrepresented in Hollywood. You, you know, oh, everybody. Like that's fucking insane. You don't think you think that you're underrepresented in Hollywood? Well, okay, because we have one actor, Adrian Brody. What? <laughs> you have one actor. Who's else? And Adam Sandler, two people that like made would it to like be stardom. And then would you like me to? Sing and the listen Hanukkah to Adam song? Sandler's. Listen to Adam so Sandler's Hanukkah Jews song. Are in the oh, show, listen to this bitch. one. Who's that one Jewish girl? I hate her guts. She's the most disgusting Natalie vile Portman. creature. No, she, her too. I fell from grace. What's the other one? She's the most annoying, squeaky little bitch. I hate her guts. Sarah Silverman. Oh, God, her. She's disgusting. Dude, everybody in Hollywood's Jewish. Listen, here's the Sarah Silverman thing, okay? Sarah okay. Silverman becomes famous by getting up on stage and making the most making Jews look like the most pathetic loser shithead that the planet ever seen. We're the penny pinching New World Order, you know, like we're the we're we're everything that's negative about the stereotype of the Jews. Did did you know that the I Jews actually? Do you know that the Jews actually give the majority of the per ethnic group? Of the majority of the charity that's given every year to 501c3s in America is Jewish organizations. Jewish organizations, I think the number is actually some ridiculous number, like 27.1%. I know it was very high up there, uh, 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 and, and the number increases because Jews give um, their money. They're, like the, the culture is very tithing culture. You know, I, I will agree with that. I've never thought the Jews were. But according to Hollywood, we're penny cheap. pinchers. Well, you are, though, but you're not like cheap. It's, it's interesting. So the way I, I know a lot of I was in L.A. for 16 years. I know a lot of Jews. And I've learned that you guys aren't. It, it, you can come across. Where did you live in L.A.? Uh, Marina Del Rey, West Hollywood, Orlando. Uh, like you know Orlando. They, so, you know, the Jewish area in L.A.? Yeah, the whole fucking everywhere they that's call, not Mexican. They actually or call me the Prince of Pico. Oh, dude, I like Pico. I used yeah, to perform on baby. Pico. There's a that's no, a title. No, that's a title that the street gave me. I think it's inheritance too. I think it goes to my kids after I die at 120.
just, just real quick before I have to go, just so you understand why people think you're cheap, because I actually know you're not cheap. It's because you're conscious of the math of money. And so a lot of people are financially illiterate, so they don't understand that that isn't necessarily cheap. Like Jews will, will think about pennies, but they're not cheap. You're saying financially savvy people. Yeah, you are factual. It's a fact. Financially savvy. God, this fucking camera. Telling me. Yeah, it's not like uh, it's not like you guys are like more likely to steal or more likely to not help out a friend. It's that you're just very aware of the language of money, and some people aren't. They're like, you know, like a lot of Jews will actually know to the penny how much they owe on a pizza, like that type of shit. And you so, you know something? I break every Jewish stereotype. I like literally live at the farm, and I like I'm horrible with money, dude. I know a lot of Jewish homesteaders in Israel. That's totally. actually a big thing right now. Yeah, big big time thing. Listen, our time is limited because you just said you got to go soon. But I, I wanted to pivot to Caviezo because we didn't even get to this subject yet. And I What's pretty Caviezo? much saw this movie just for you. You did? Oh, yeah. I really saw the movie. really quickly, it's not a new concept because I know that you think that it's going to wake up the sheeple, but... That was all three. Like you were saying in the beginning of the show, how like all the 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 system, like you don't have a problem with the system anymore. Like the system provides a service yeah. and you give it to it. So like here is a service by the system and it makes it a lot easier. You know, there's like 40 million people in America who like saw this film and like uh, are going to be talking about it. It's going to be remember that in that film over there. It like helps our cause. How it's I'll called be, hypernormalization. I'll be honest with you. I've been busting my butt on this story for a long time. And it's uh it's it's called Dust Magazine. It's a pedo magazine that I got like this group of Instagram hunters and like we like penetrate and we look for like weird pedo shit and we and we we go to bust it and bring it to light. So one story that we're doing is Dust Magazine. Nobody talks about Dust Magazine because nobody gets copies of Dust Magazine. Dust Magazine is only for like elites in the high end fashion. And Marina Abramovich is always on the cover of it. And they play. I, you know, they had me guest host. I got to guest host the uh, the war room with Owen Schroyer. And I played clips of the new of just just to music. The covers of the Dust Magazine covers. They cover the eyes of the kids. People on the cover covering the eyes of the kids, you know, like. Uh, but don't you think you're kind of sharing kitty porn when you do that a little bit? Big celebrities. No, you're exposing it. Nobody even knows that Dust Magazine is real. It's so hard to tell people, hey, there's a magazine for pedophiles called Dust Magazine. Like, we need to bust it. Nobody cares. And the only people that get it. So when does awareness it, become marketing? You, the, here's the craziest thing. They're allowed to have an Instagram account. I'm shadow banned for freaking posting a, a picture of Hunter Biden in his underwear. And here they don't even get but they don't even get shadow banned. And they, their Instagram is blowing up. Go to Dust Magazine on the Instagram and look Let's at see, it. Your market, you're marketing it, though. So this is the thing. I'll just should it allow it to exist in secret. Should we never talk it's, about it? it? It's should Instagram's I? choice. It's free will. And that's the thing. It's like. Okay, we have to make our own systems and we have to raise morale and we have to keep people from uh, diving into despair. Raising awareness about...
god, this video. Because I've been, I've been at this a long time, and I've been through all the stages, and I used to scream at people, wake up, look at what they're doing, all this stuff. It doesn't actually work. You have to give people a positive alternative to grow through it. Because what's going on right now, everybody's saying that, oh, this is raising awareness to the problem in the world that there's human sex trafficking in Colombia. It's like everybody. Okay, so here's a story that I'm working on. Okay. And everybody's welcome. It's like my journalism is open source journalism. I'm not trying to win a a Pulitzer Prize or or anything. Everybody's willing. I'll break. I'll say the story. You're welcome to break it and take it further. So the there is an organization that exists in the world called the cult of baal and it's a real organization yeah definitely and they do the they're like secret and it's so crazy because in the bible they're in the bible and the people from the bible supposedly eradicated them but really they were became a secret society for thousands of years and they now they're like all these elites and they know all these ancient witchcrafts about like doing horrible things from the time of the cult of Baal. They have all these, there must be like a relic or something. There's a guy who leads the cult. His name is Francois-Henri Pinault. He's the heir to the Pinault fortune. He's a French billionaire, $36 billion, <laughs> something like that. He owns Balenciaga and all the fashion brands. And he's the, he's the main guy. He's the head of the cult. He's the, he's the essence of the cult. And he has little agents that work for him. And he has like the boards, you know, the ancient monies, the Rothschild monies, the uh, Rockefeller monies. Rothschild and Rockefeller, I feel, are like pretty equal, you know, as far as like what they control behind the scenes. Federal Reserve is Rothschild and Rockefeller. That's what the Federal Reserve is. That's not a Jewish thing, but it's a it, but it is a fe- it's a Rockefeller and it's a, and it's also J.P. Morgan Chase. It's- all, and they all have Jewish history, though. They don't all have Jewish history. There are non-Jewish accomplishments too, you know. Yeah, we do it all the time. It's like even in banking, carpentry. You know the Medici family is still alive. You know Lorenzo de Medici lives in L.A. That's cool. Is he a good guy? I I was in a social thing with where he was there once, and like, but the actual he's like our age. He's like in his late thirties, early forties. And he's like the heir to the Medici family banks. And he lives in L.A. His name is Lorenzo de Medici and he lives in L.A. And he's like a real person, you know, like, nice. you know, uh, David Rothschild is a real person, too. This guy is like going around sailing around the world, the London heir, you know, and he's not Jewish. He's the main guy and he's not even Jewish. His mother was. So he's not part of the race. He's not part of the race at all. I do have to go, though, but I, I do have to say this, though. Chasing the hole, chasing the rabbit. I, I've done it a lot. It never leads to arrest. Nothing ever happens. What it does is it pulls pe- people's consciousness to a dark place. So it's yeah. like, I have four sons now. I farm. I try and give people levity with humor. And people just want to say, yeah, but right now in the jungle, someone's getting their, ri- their heart ripped out. And they're de- Video is horrendous. Yeah. So I have like thousands and thousands and thousands of letters get sent to me all the time because my methods are actually really helpful for people for getting off drugs, not getting drunk all the time, having a family, getting more yeah. financially. And, and so 
the truth world that looks at the quote unquote elites, because elite, I mean, I don't know if it's Hebrew, but doesn't L mean God and E mean with, like Israel elite, L elite? So by no, us, Im means saying, with. Im. Im is what? With? With. So what does Israel elite mean? Like of Israel? Is that what that means? Like an Israelite? Canaanite. Canaanite. Yeah, like I T E. Like L I T E. Those are some Gentile words, my boy. So I-T-E is a Gentile word? Israeli. Or, Israeli. Or so Ivri. Canaan we call the Hebrews are called Ivrim, the Hebrews. Okay, so the Gentiles, like, like so elite means with God. And so there's a weird consent that happens when people go, oh, the elites are all doing this. The most powerful people. Our, our world is run by pedophiles. You hear these chants over and over again. My world isn't run by pedophiles. My mm. world... Uh, I, I'm elite. I'm an elite man. I walk with God. I, I'm so I am with a this consciousness. Man. Yeah. This is so the consciousness. I yeah. I don't descend into that world where I think about, you know, people in jungles raping kids and how we we'll have to show that to all these innocent people around here. It's like we have to build through that and be the light above it or else nothing. It's almost like a weird consent that is uh, harnessed where it's like, whether it's revelation of method, you know, how they like to do stuff and then tell everyone they're doing it. And then when no one does anything, it's a form of consent. That's why I see Carlos Slim fund this movie and the movie gives no, or there's no arrest come from. It's the same pattern. No arrest come from it. And it only descends consciousness where they're like, it's just, we need to be talking about this. No, no, we need to be talking about growing fucking tomato plants and, a, and me why and can't my we nudes. talk about both. I mean, why aren't people talking about like what we've been talking about this stream, I think is vastly more helpful to the world. Oh, I agree. I, this was a very positive. This is a very positive podcast. I didn't even get to go to places that I planned it. You know, like the energy was so organic. It just took off. I didn't plan for any of that. I planned for an entirely different conversation about Caviezel. I even prepared video clips. I didn't even get to show one. But before yeah, like, you look do at how go, positive this is. it's like before you do go, about... I want to do. I think real positivity is when two people come together and do good for a third. And so I just want to throw this QR code up there and I want to direct any listener to go to InfoWarsStore.com right above Owen Benjamin's head, right over there. Click that QR code and buy something at InfoWars Store because it helps put keep people like this. Conversations like this get to be seen in the public at InfoWarsBand.video or else they don't get seen anywhere else. So go support the InfoWar. Owen, what do you buy from InfoWarsStore.com? Nothing, but I do like Alex again. Like, it's not that I didn't like Alex, but Alex you could really donate too. You don't even have to, you know, he's got like insane legal bills. You could even donate. You don't even have to like, you know, <laughs> there he buzzed out. This is like the best time that the, that the uh, camera buzzed out for him. I like his vitamins. I do have to go, but I like his vitamins. He has good vitamins and um, he's a sweetheart. Like we, uh, we didn't talk for a few years. And, uh, and I just did a show again recently. Yeah, I saw it live. It was fantastic. Yeah, we're like reminiscing about Oh, you America. guys were great together. Yeah, so I, uh, I like Alex. I, I fucking, I'm really rooting for that guy. He's got a, genu he's got a genuineness to him that I, I like that he's out there in the world. Nice. Yeah, I know that episode was a very special episode for a lot of people, seeing you and Alex come back together and... Uh, Kumbaya. You know what kumbaya means in Hebrew? Kum means stand, ba means with, and ya means God. 
stand in. Ba is with or or in. Kumbaya, stand in God. It's so powerful, man. It's kumbaya. L'chaim. L'chaim, dude. Listen, it's all, speaking of l'chaim, that's usually what you make when you take a shot. It's really great what you do for people to help them get off alcohol, get off all sorts of drugs and narcotics and get on the land and teach them what they're about. I'm all about that. And if I could have a positive episode like we did on this day's show, I would much rather choose that than harping over some negative shit that's plaguing humanity. So I yeah, I and if you want to stop this. human stuff, if you want to stop human sex trafficking, don't watch pornography because that's the end product of it. Ooh. So if you don't, if yes. you don't want to be the receptacle of using a woman's body for your own pleasure, you know, yeah. whether they're 18, 16, 14, 20, 12, like, you know, obviously it gets more evil the younger they get, but it's on a spectrum. And when you turn 18, you're not washed over with some protection where like, you're fucking on camera for drug money. It's somehow good. So if you really want to get above it and get above the filth, fuck like the Colombian jungles. Like stop watching pornography and stop engaging in the filth that is the end result of the exploitation of the female body. All right. Much love, everybody. That was dope. Peace out, Owen Benjamin. Thanks for coming on today. We'll have you again soon. Bye. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. We had a great time today on the Adam King show. We had some satanic technical difficulties. I don't get it, but you know what? Sometimes it just happens like that. And we're really judged in this world by how we deal with things. It's not about how many times you fall down. It's about how many times you stand back up. And in the end of the day, we still got an episode, baby. We got an episode done with Owen Benjamin. It was hot. We got more episodes coming up in the near future. Stay tuned to The Adam King Show, found on Bandai Video at InfoWars. Remember, go to InfoWarsStore.com. Do anything you can to support the broadcast. And we will see you next week with a brand new edition. Peace! I'm trying to be more mature as a person. Uh, it's not going well. My favorite thing to do in the world, in my th I'm now in my 30s. I'm trying to grow up, you know? Uh, I go into Starbucks and order some shit. I'm like, yeah, I'll take a large coffee. They're like, what's your name? I'm like... Panice? <laughs> and like stare at him, you know? And I'm, a, I'm six seven, I'm not a tall man, I'm a fucking bear, you know? It's, it's a different thing. So I'm like, Panice, I'm from France, you know, it's my name. And I've looked it up, they have to write whatever name you say on the cup, they can't make fun of your name. And the guy looks back at me, he's like, how do you spell that, Panice? I'm like, you fucking know how to spell it. <laughs> And at that point, everyone knows what's happening, but no one can stop it. That's the best thing. It's like, they know what's happening, but they can't pump the brakes. It's in motion. I'm like, it's P-E-N-I-S. And the thing about human nature is people don't like to uh, confront problems. They like to pass the problems down the river. You know what I mean? Because that guy just has to write it. The next guy, the next guy's the poor bastard that has to say it out loud. You know, and that's when things get fun for the big bear. Because I'm in the back of Starbucks, I'm getting excited because I hate that fucking guy. Because he, he gets cocky. You know the guy I'm talking about? He's like, yeah, I got a mochiata for Tina. Where's Tina? You know? And Tina's like, oh my God, it's mine. He's like, yeah, enjoy that shit. You know? Like, and then he goes back to his little fucking thing. I'm like, is mine right? He's like, no, it's not up yet. You know? And I'm like, bro, you're a fucking servant. You should be like, Tina, this is for you. Like, you are a counter help. You fucking know your place. And they don't know their place. They think they're Oprah and Santa Claus you know, giving out presents, but Tina paid for it. Tina doesn't owe him shit. 
So my cup's coming, and I know I'm about to teach this little fucker a lesson, and I can't hide my excitement. I can't fucking wait. And you can see it in my eyes. My pupils dilate, and I'm just in the back like this. And finally my cup gets there, and he's like, yeah, I got a large coffee for, uh... And I'm just like, say it. Yeah, say my name, say my fucking name. And he does, right? He's like, penis. And every guy in there is like a deer. They're just like, what the fuck? What was that? Like an 80-year-old man chest bumps me. You know, he gets his... <laughs> it's awesome.